This is What the Flock Radio's Birds of a Feather. We are an indie music-focused show rife with witty, fuck-laden, insanely interesting, and unhinged banter. Our thematic submissions will confuse, infuse, and delight you while our fascinating, fun features fluster, flummox, fulfill, and thrill you. And I am, uh, as always, Professor P. Soup, uh, international rock legend, radiant savant, amateur wildlife photographer, head of the Brotherhood of the Immaculate Edit. And you know what? This is an order that doesn't require celibacy, but I, I, I think it would be good for us, so I'm kind of leading by example. You know, so that's that's kind of my what a gift to the cause. You know, it takes very a, nice. Takes a lot to fend off all the uh, approaches I get. Sure. And uh, Madam Showrunner. Oh well, who am I? I am the vocalist for the rock band Ascent. That's A S N T. We would love it if you would uh, find us on your favorite music platform by searching A S N T Rocks. Uh, you won't be sorry. And uh, our tagline is, listen and be changed forever. So, as typical for me, I do my who dat. And so, let's see if you can guess who dat. Ready? Oh, yeah. I I do pretty well at these. Yes, you do. It's ridiculous. It was Adele Shannon concert that inspired me to form my own band. I began my music career in 1963 as a member of the Andicaps and was a songwriter for Idol Race. I have a star on both the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the Birmingham Walk of Stars. I prefer the studio to the rigors and tedium of touring. In 1979, I rejected an offer for my then-band to headline the Nebworth concert in the UK, allowing Led Zeppelin to headline instead. In 1994, I worked with the Beatles on the anthology album series. I've also worked with Regina Spector, Roy Orbison, Randy Newman, Brian Wilson, Tom Petty, and many more. And I was finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2017. Ooh. Um, For some reason, very early on, I actually thought you were talking about Tom Petty. And then several things totally eliminated that uh, from the the realm of the possible. Um, you might really have me stumped on this one. I I don't know. I am shocked. It's Jeff Lynn. Uh, you know, I thought ELO. I mean, yeah, uh, you were. I knew you were circling that. Yeah, yeah. I, you I were thought, right I there. Did I? I thought ELO. Why not Jeff Lynn? And for some reason, well, I tried to throw you off though because it was so easy. Collaborated to, with Tom Petty. I didn't think of that. I mean, well, you know, and I, I actually purposely put Roy Orbison and Tom Petty far away so I didn't traveling Woolberry. Yeah, Leia, <laughs> you didn't say Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's you know? right. I was like, nope. Yeah, if you had said <laughs> giveaway George Harrison or yes. something, I probably would have thought Wilburys. Like, nope, you know? no, no, and, uh, no. And connected a couple of dots. Uh, yeah. So you were very. I knew it. That's why I tried to throw uh, you off. I wow. knew that if I said a couple other things i already thought that that beatles anthology was gonna give it away oh so you left things out you evil woman (laughs) (laughs) oh rude (laughs) love yellow so that's my hoot at all right and you know ordinarily this time we come and we talk about like if anything's going on in our you know lives as artists and you know christina will be like you know yeah so i did this i did that and we have this thing going on that thing going on and i'm like you know, one of these days I'm going to do something, I swear. Well, a little bit of tiny developments, at least, in my uh, joke of a life. I, um, someday, I actually found a place to do some live performing. So I've mm-hmm. done 13 Professor P. Soup songs live for uh, an actual audience of varying sizes. And um, so that was... Where uh, do you do this? 
at a place in Murrieta, California called Be Millie's and uh, open mic and uh, yeah they let you do a bunch of song, three songs a night and uh, having a great time with that so I'm uh, kind of like playing rock star like Christina here pretending Christina uh, pretending to be what Christina really is here <laughs> and uh, it is uh, it's fun so and well here we are tonight. It's been a few weeks. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties, but uh, the uh, on-air talent is assembled. We're ready to create some content and influence whatever pitiable creatures could be influenced by a show like this. I don't know. Hey, hey. What? I, what are we going to influence You're them to do? You're not supposed to say bad things about the show. Uh, what are we going to influence them? Well, you know what? We could influence them towards discernment in music. I take that yes. back. Okay. I take yes. it all back. And finding indie musicians they love. Yes, you know. So... Uh, very happy to hear that you are doing performances. We are actually returning to the fair. We haven't been to the fair in a few years, and we are playing on Saturday, July 22nd at 2.30 p.m., and we are playing on the Plaza stage. And uh, which fair would this be? This is the Orange County Orange Fair. Orange County Fair. So, yeah, it's a, I believe it's a, a great thing. I believe Los Angeles has a fair. That's why I wanted you to point out the fair in particular, Orange County. So playing in the fair is a big deal. It always has been a big deal. And the thing we love the most is that it's all ages so that a lot of our young fans can come see us and enjoy. So if you're able, it's on a Saturday. We normally end up playing on a Friday right like before the end of the workday. But um, with our work schedules, we couldn't play. So actually playing on a Saturday. Nice. So that should be fun. So that's a pretty big deal. It's been two and a half years since we last played. We played a couple times in a row to rave reviews. So hopefully that's going to be a good one for us. It's going to be a hot one, though, folks. So you come out. We'd love for you to come out, but it's going to be a hot one. Bring your sunscreen and your hats and everything. And remember, yeah, you I do did. have to pay the entrance fee. But... That's the that's the big thing, and we're working on booking more shows. We did a show on uh, Friday at Bobby V's, and uh, we're looking forward to book, booking more shows. But right now, we're just recording new music. All right, new music from Ascent, some recycled stuff live from uh, sort of live from Frisbee Soup, and of course, new shows. We are back with uh, a spate of new shows. And, yes, and, and outright. St- Spate, spate, a literal spate. A literal spate, yes. Uh, not a metaphorical spate. <laughs> and at the end of our last show, we told you what the theme was going to be for this show, what turns out to be this show you're listening to right now. And I remember it's been a long time, okay? It's been quite a while, actually. And I remember singing, You've made me so very harpy. <laughs> It's always going to tickle me. <laughs> Don't. I fucking love Never it. think there's one I won't do. I'm that I waiting. have any shame whatsoever. I am waiting for you to be like, I'm not saying that. I'm and, just not. And people are thinking, oh, how many birds was that? And what the, <laughs> What did that actually mean? It was three harpy, birds. Harpy. Uh, you made me a harpy. It's songs about, it's a play on words. It's a song, uh, the show is about songs concerning happiness, joy, and optimism. So no gloomy gush show here. No angsty gothy things probably a minimal a minimum of spectral vocals and <laughs> theatrical whatever's uh, the things we always say about every type of we'll see what kind about of harpy song what kind of harpiness comes as a direct result of listening to tonight's songs that Christina has so carefully curated and we'll introduce the upcoming theme Yay. so you can be kind of mulling that over and That's right. mari- Send it in. marinating that in your mind and the theme for the next birds of a feather episode will be Blame it on the crane. Uh, I, I'm reading this live, and I'm like, wait a second. Oh, it's a song. It's yes. a blame it on the crane. We're talking Millie Vanilli, folks. Yes. Songs about pointing fingers, assigning fault, or accepting blame. 
Let's play the blame game with some awesome <laughs> tunes next time. Blame it on the crane. But that's next time. Tonight we're stuck with, it's not stuck with, we're sticking hey, with, sticking hey. with, not stuck. We are, are happily wedded to yes. the topic of you made me so very happy. I'm okay. never going to ever forget that one. That's I, like the best. I wouldn't have done that a third time. It's without beautiful. Her. And, uh, well, finally, I see a name on this uh, format other than my own. What a relief. Go That's ahead. true. So we're going to do the typical Crystal Clear. And for this every show feature, we are challenged to use a selected phrase as much as possible throughout the show. Since these phrases are often Crystal Unclear, we use them, um, or our use of them rather, will likely follow suit. So this time it is Vibe Check. This is to check someone's energy or mood. It's a spontaneous and usually random time where someone checks your vibe. A vibe check should usually be a pleasant experience where the person being checked is vibing. So I'm going to probably do a vibe check. You know, and I know in our modern parlance, uh, vibe has become one out of every three words uttered by any human on earth today. <laughs> I've never quite gotten the whole thing. I know what a vibe is more or less. But anyway, vibe check is something that sounds like uh, should be done to me uh, numerous times during the execution of this show. <laughs> yes. So a uh, quick vibe check. Uh, so far, the vibe is good. So yeah. far, um, you know. Yeah. It's good. All right. Good It's vibe. a bop. It's a banger. All right. All right. I like it. So that takes us to our very first artist. Okay, so the first artist we're going to listen to is MF Robots, which I hope beyond hope is motherfucking robots, but it probably isn't. The song's name is, I know this is going to really, really be crazy, but it is Happy Song. And they're R&B, soul, funk, jazz. So, hmm, this is quite a mix. Are you ready, Mr. Uh, Mr. David? When I see the words R&B, soul, funk, jazz, I'm always ready. All right, exactly. And they hail from the UK, as do two other acts tonight. Completely accidental. So here is MF Robot.
All right, and that was MF Robots with Happy Song. And, oh, man, what do you say about this? Uh, it was the, you know, I just knocked flat. This has got right. to be some B-side <laughs> or some lost cut from the vaults. Right. Uh, that whole sassy soul jazz. It's like disco jazz. It's like, it is. It's like jazz, man. It's like jazz, jazz, disco jazz. That whole swing and sassy thing, like Cool and the Gang, Ohio Players, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chic. It has a lot of that all crunched up into one g- just gorgeous package of the classic 70s, 80s soul thing. Uh, glorious disco pop group vocals, male and female. I mean, it had it all. Crazy-ass beat. Right. Ripping funk bass. Yes. Uh, sweet little synthesizer solo. And you got oh. the old scratchy guitars and all that Nile Rodgers stuff. This is a, this is such a crack ensemble, a really Isn't awesome it? band, and this, and it's not just they're you know all a bunch of aces and top of game yes. top of the game of what they do. The song is great. The song is great. La la la. Wow. La la la. La la la. La la la. This I mean, stands up there with anything that from we remember from the golden age. Absolutely. You know? uh, incredible, uh, incredible work, you guys, uh, and I. You know, some bands, honestly, they, you play them on the show, they're being played by so many uh, shows, they don't hear them all. If you do hear this, just I hope you do hear this, because yes, you guys are incredible. You're blo- yeah. We're blown away. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't listen to the whole song before I put them on. You have to no, capture no. me. I was always saying the first, like, 15 seconds. I heard that start, and I thought, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so going on the show, and I was so excited. Um, this song makes me so happy. It definitely passes the vibe check, right? It is you know fun soulful playful and i love that um that there are all of these textures the textures kill me in this song and obviously the vocals she's brilliant whoever she is just these beautiful vocals you got the male vocals in there uh i really love the lyrics that funky ass solo yeah. holy shit and then <laughs> those horns the breakdown with the horns and the keys i just I can't say enough. I am really, I am really in love. I'm standing. I'm, I'm standing for MF Robots. And you know, if anybody gives a negative report to their vibe check, oh. have them listen to that, and that will just come on rectify the whole thing. And I just have to tell you, one of the things because I have to go research, you know, their social media and everything. And there was a video, and this beautiful lead queen, her beautiful outfits. I can't even tell you, just gorgeous. This is the kind of stuff you would have seen on the Midnight Special before these people were probably even born. Absolutely. And uh, just that sound. I I, I can't believe that is not some unearthed treasure from, you know, 40 years ago. It's that good. It is. And they are on their way to the top. They continue Mm -hmm. to climb. I want to get them on the show before they're too big to be on our show. (laughs) But uh, where can we find them? Oh, well, uh, according to uh, all my, my best sources and uh, reliable uh, informants, they can be found at uh, on Facebook at MF Robots. Exactly as it sounds, thankfully and for us. you can also buy this track, which I certainly did. You can buy this track on Bandcamp as well. So, oh, do so. Whew, okay, there you go. So uh, guess what? Guess you're doing your first of two features, and I cannot wait and what exactly did you do so far? Um, uh, I put the show together. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, okay. Oh. Did I mention I tied it and up? And I drove too? really drove really far. Did I mention I tied it up? That's all you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did a modicum of preparation which results in this 
feature. And, yes. You know, I got to say, since uh, unlike Richard III, mm. I am in the giving vein today. Oh, thank you. I consent to do a feature because it is my will. It is a divine fiat of mine. Oh, you know? my God. Hang on. Just, what, you want to just check the eye roll? <laughs> Barf. <laughs> <laughs> am I passing the vibe check? Vi- yeah, that's causing a definite vibe check fail. Yeah. <laughs> we'll reassess at the end of the feature, and you'll probably be asleep by then and feeling very relaxed. <laughs> no, I'll be standing. And the feature I have so graciously selected to uh, enact... Is it gracious? ...is Swan Song. Oh. How very, how very appropriate. Uh, persons like myself often have swans about them. You know. <laughs> uh, kings, you know. Uh, for this feature, we discuss a band or artist's final work. And, of course, this is mainstream acts only. Uh, final work. And do they know? Do they not know? They're used Somewhere else, there's a longer series of questions that accompanies this. So, yes. Yeah. Do they, did they know? Did they not know? Was right. it sudden? Uh, and it could have been a concert. It could have been an album. It could have been whatever. But what is it this time? I think of Tom Petty, right? I think of Tom Petty where he didn't know it was his swan song. It was pretty, It was pretty. you know, he's cut pretty short his life. So oh, he didn't no. know it was his swan song. No, exactly. And sometimes they don't know. Freddie Mercury knew. Oh, yes. Right? So, the, you know, some of those things, if you think about them, did they know? Did they not know? You know, either way, it's just heartbreaking. It is. And what about this group here? Well, Mm. in 1996, a certain recording act released their last studio album. The cover featured two allosauruses, basically that's like T-Rexes, wearing yellow sombreros, giving the illustration an adorable sense of whimsy. With Yes, with the little arms just like the T-Rexes and their yellow sombreros. The title, Adios Amigos, complete with inverted exclamation at the beginning. Hmm. Proper Spanish, folks. So, what Latin crossover artist offered this as its swan song? None other than New York's own lobotomized, brat-beating, glue-sniffing, cretin-hopping Ramones. <laughs> Very nice <laughs> intro. I think they'd even approve of that one. <laughs> yes. Too bad they're not here yes. to hear it. All of the original Ramones are dead. You know. Yeah. Uh, a couple of members we'll discuss are, are still with this, which is so irritating. You go on social media, and they'll... Some account will show an ad or show a, a story about a concert from years gone by, like Black Sabbath and the Ramones open for them, which is pretty weird anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then somebody will say, DM me for tickets. It's like, dude, the show took place 50 years ago, and everybody involved hell? is dead. Yeah, I got tickets, though. Like, <laughs> if you've got tickets to that and the time machine to get there, hell, I'll go, because I never saw the Ramones. You know? Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That's weird. Now, even scrupulous gossip avoiders like me know that this band was no happy fraternity. There were lineup changes, but as is the cause with a number of classic rock bands, lead singer Joey and guitarist Johnny were the group's constant members until the end. We had, uh, besides uh, Joey being ill, uh, being diagnosed with uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, I believe. Yes. Um, Besides that, alcoholism, heroin addiction... Girlfriend stealing, allegedly, and all sorts of interpersonal squabbles and polar opposite ideologies kept things extremely tumultuous throughout the band's 18-year career. Mr. 1234 himself, founding bassist and second lead vocalist Didi Ramon, had gone several albums earlier to be replaced in both roles by uh, C.J. Ramon, who is really terrific. And along with Johnny and Joey, it was he and longtime drummer Marky Ramon, who joined all the way back in, uh, on Road to Ruin and appears in the ba- with the band, in the classic cult film, Rock and Roll High School, 
who got together to make this classic, classic, mm. cult, cult classic, cult All classic, right, which I'll does not accept mean, that. I mean, one of those craptastic cult <laughs> things. You know. Yes, fun film though. Yes, uh, what they certainly knew was going to be their swan song album. But, you know, how do you do that? Uh, Liberal Joey and conservative Johnny had disliked each other for years and barely spoke. Johnny resented having to play on certain songs that Joey wrote, like Bonzo Goes to Bitburg, making fun of President Reagan, and Censor Shit, a a dig at the PMRC, Tipper Gore, and parental advisory labels, which, a little bit of a side, it's not censorship, by the way. I mean, if the content were censored, there wouldn't be a need for a label. Now, would there? Uh, I never quite understood the objection to giving parents a little heads up that your impressionable young ones might be listening to songs about sodomizing corpses, but that's me. You know, anyway. I just think it was probably their idea was, oh, free speech. But you know what? Uh, you just, we got to think of uh, the audience. And you know what? If the kids, once they grow up, want to be exposed to that, that's cool. I don't really understand the big thing. I think they saw it as censorship, but... Even today, we voluntarily say that our song, Dear Malcontent, is explicit. Yeah, and it's not censorship because, as I said, they're getting to say what Still they want to say. It. We're it's just, just saying. Somebody's getting a heads up saying this is Hey, isn't... parents, just so you know, this bitch says fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah, and that, and <laughs> that can okay. be all it is. That can be all it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, the, uh, the near constant touring was one thing. As Johnny once put it, playing live is a job and you don't necessarily have to like everyone you work with. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but when it comes time to make a record, it really helps if we're getting along. You know, It does, yes. You know, when I see Johnny Ramone's point there, and also the other things, so what kind of swan song did the Ramones have with Adios Amigos? You figure maybe it would be some sad rote by the numbers affair just to fulfill a contract, check that last box and put the whole thing out of its misery because they didn't want to go uh, ending their career with an album of covers which the previous one, Acid Eaters, was. Ooh. So I was like, you want to end with a covers album? Nah. But it's, in fact, a romping, stomping good time, chock full of all the ingredients that has endeared them to their Pinhead fans for almost 20 years. Pinhead. Pinhead. Love it. Kicking off with one of the album's two covers, a Tom Waits song called I Don't Want to Grow Up. Because had it been a Ramones song, it would have been called I Don't Want to Grow Up, but it's actually right. Want To. You know? That's right. Yeah. I said, okay, they didn't write this. Sharp, poignant, and witty. Uh, this mid-tempo rocker says no thanks to the travails and reality of adulthood in favor of childlike idealism. It's a, just a joy. Bassist CJ sings the next one, Making Monsters for My Friends. In that snide and almost hysterical tone, fans came to love from Didi, who actually wrote the song, which is one of several leftover compositions of his that ended up on their last album. In addition to their signature pogo anthems and dum-dum-boy lyrics, the Ramones early on developed a penchant for intense High drama chord progression, sometimes overlaid by Dumb Dumb Boy lyrics, which is super fun, and sometimes with some genuine and emotional heft. Uh, the third track, which is called It's Not For Me To Know, is another uh, DD composition, is one of the latter ones. Very, very heavy, emotional, strong song. And another DD pen tune is up next, sung by CJ, and this is just a classic example of Ramon's humor. The Crusher is the first-person narrative of the self-proclaimed King of the Ring, a wannabe wrestler full of big talk about how he's going to take on and eliminate the Russian bear. But when the big night uh, finally comes, he's too afraid to even leave his dressing room. Oh. And it's just pure fun. You it know. is fun. Now, we've all heard about bullshit plagiarism lawsuits like he's so fine, my sweet lord, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Ghostbusters, I want a new drug. You've heard that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think Huey Lewis won that one. Uh, I think so, yeah. too. Uh, so I'm not sure how this next tune, written and sung by Joey, escaped a similar fate. The chorus of, 
Life's a Gas sounds amazingly similar to a certain T-Rex song called, what was it again? Oh, that's right, Life's a Gas. <laughs> <laughs> Thinly veiled plagiarism. They're mocking T-Rex here by putting the Allosauruses on the cover, obviously. Just occurred to me. Uh, I'm sure there's a story there or it's an homage or some kind of thing. But anyway, it's a great song. Uh, Diddy Ramone snapping his legacy on this album because the next one is also he left to become a rapper, by the way. Ah. Uh, his, and every bit as serious as the title, Take the Pain Away, would suggest. It's getting heavier, Diddy. It is getting real heavy. The Ramones love their oldies, and in their covers, ranging from the rockin' Do You Want to Dance to the bittersweet Needles and Pins, it shows, as well as their keen knack for writing their own in similar styles. Rounding outside one is a sweet cover, however, from Johnny Thunders called I Love You, which is the real Phil Spector kind of thing, if ever I heard one. Well, the Ramones love Cretans also, and Side 2 kicks off with yet another Cretan song called Cretan Family, sung by CJ. It's a dumb thing. It's kind of, kind of vicious. You know. <laughs> Drummer Marky wrote the next one with somebody outside the band, and it's a favorite of mine, lampooning everybody's most beloved reflex benediction, Have a Nice Day. I heard it from my landlord when he kicked me out. I heard it. <laughs> Great. I heard it from the spirits as they possessed my house. Have oh, a nice day. God. It's just a trained reaction. He sings something they got to say, which leads to its inevitable conclusion. I heard it from my doctor before he pulled the plug. Have a nice day. <laughs> just have it's a just nice a nice day. Well, Queen's Roger Taylor might have written about a boy racer being in love with his car, but the Ramones CJ has some words of love for his. Scattergun. The title is sort of a slang for shotgun, if you didn't know, and he actually names a brand. Oh. Remington must have been heartbroken, but Mossberg gets the shout-out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going, hell yeah. <laughs> We're going to sell millions of shotguns now. Did they? No, they didn't. You no. know, when, when somebody, uh, when product placements like that can be very, very lucrative, but this was not one. Here. Mm. I think Walter PPK's uh, sales went up like 600% after Bond started using them or something. Well, like that. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, and forget about uh, Pontiac Trans Ams, you know, you know <laughs> the whole Smokey and the Bandit Smokey thing. Smokey and the Bandit. And although CJ might not have been around in the early days, he's obviously got the spirit of the two-line minimalism songwriting approach we saw in tunes like I Don't Care from Rocket to Russia. That one went, I don't care about this world, I don't care about that girl, I don't care. That's the whole lyric. There I it mean, is. That's like, <clears throat> that's like the... Uh, Roses are red, violets are blue, Iggy Pop one you made up. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or quoted directly, I'm not sure about you. <laughs> I think I made it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, this track is called Got a Lot to Say. Rather ironically, since the entirety of the lyric is, I got a lot to say. I can't remember now. <laughs> but it's so much fun to listen to. You know, and I love how this band is always mindful of their responsibility not to overwork the brains of their fans. I mean, I don't know if everybody takes that seriously. I don't know if Ascent takes that seriously enough. We, we don't. <laughs> you don't. No. So with this song, they pulled back just in time. They pulled back just in time because things were getting kind of cerebral there. Oh, God. Don't want to overdo it. But surprisingly, it's time for another serious one. Joey gives us, she talks to rainbows, and the girl in question is driving him out of his head because she talks to birds, angels, trees, bees, rainbows, but, he laments, she don't talk to me. Hmm. It's a rather sweet number in which he describes her as a lost girl who looks so helpless and so sad. And he wants to help her, but she won't talk to him. Oh. Come on, girly. He's got to be more helpful than the bees, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Joey. One can you know? only imagine. Good stuff, yeah. And aside from certain reissues containing the Motorhead song, R-A-M-O-N-E-S, 
and others uh, featuring the Ramones version of the Spider-Man theme. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, only one track remains, and it concerns a certain city. Do you happen to recall which city's ice capades Jackie the Punk and Judy the Runt went to join? No. Berlin, a favorite Ramones subject, along with commies and dope. This very dramatic number is called Born to Die in Berlin, complete with lines like, Torn painted lips tasting the last drops of life. And a third verse sung in German by Didi, recorded via telephone. And a chorus that goes, Sometimes I feel like screaming. Sometimes I feel I just can't win. Sometimes I feel my soul is as restless as the wind. Maybe I was born to die in Berlin. This last track on the last album seems like a last bid for the Ramones to be taken seriously by some, which, and they always should have been anyway. So, The critics, thankfully, seem to agree. Uh, making statements like their Blitzkrieg bop not only hasn't aged, but it's timelier than ever. It's an admirable way to bow out. And this was the right way to call it a day. It rocks and it rolls and it's not an embarrassment. And that is entirely true. And I would add my two cents that snobs can suck it. Uh, Sure, it's not likely there's all sorts of tritones and polyrhythms woven throughout Ramon's music. And sure, I want to hear Yes and Steely Dan also, but not because of their mastery of any wonky theory, but because I enjoy it. And I'm sorry to disagree with Mr. Sammy Hagar, but there really isn't only one way to rock. There are many, and sometimes just what the doctor ordered is the highfalutin Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and sometimes the Ramones have the secret sauce that I'm looking for. So, Hmm. viva la Ramones, adios amigos. Good swan song, clearly. Wow. Well, from that feature on to another Artist. Now, this one, I have to tell you, this one is a repeat. Um, this artist, not the song. We found BDRMM, or Bedroom, I'm imagining, a while back. But they had one that fit the bill. And they had a song, or have a song, called Happy. So, we are going to take a listen from them. They're shoegaze and rock. They're also from the UK. So, here's Happy.
All right. We just heard BDRMM, presumably bedroom or something like that. It's like a scent. You can kind of put it together yourself. Uh, uh, And the song, Happy. And uh, as uh, Christina mentioned, we have played them before. Yes. Uh, But, however, let's talk about this song tonight, Happy. And uh, it, I love the way it comes, you know, running out with this 80s new wave bass, this urgent but you know, kind of, kind of grooving, but kind of like you know, really focused. And the drums come in following suit, and the guitars, of course, it's it's the classic post-punk sound. It's kind of cure like, cure, you know, feel, for sure. Yeah. And it goes on for a while instrumentally. It lays down these; uh, they're like the audio equivalent of establishing shots in Absolutely. a movie, you know, uh, and introduces you to these. The, the rhythms of these movements that will, you know, later on undergird the, the haunting melody. And, you know, I wasn't re- expecting spectral vocals. Remember I said that? Uh, no, no. It's shoegaze vocals, it's sh- really. Okay, yes, which has a spectrality about it. Uh, uh, or a shoegaze Anyway, uh, yeah, good. Uh, and I uh, came late in life to the party with this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. of people I met in the indie music scene who still make music like this. Yes. I was like, oh, wow. So that's what that whole cure. When I was in the tar, that's what the cure and all these smiths and guys were doing. <laughs> And it was so good. Uh, so, yeah, loved it. Uh, whatever your names are, uh, terrific work. <laughs> BDRMM, bedroom. Yeah. I don't know. I figure if they wanted us to say bedroom, they probably would have spelled out bedroom. So, I don't know. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like pronounced. Like right, Leonard, or, Sk- Leonard Skinner did it, you know. Exactly. bedroom. You know? I love the dual vocals. I love that, that, that layering thing. It makes me happy and is very, very, you know, shoegaze. And... Um, but it has a kick, right? I mean, I, while we hearken back to times that were probably influential to you, that's in no way meaning that you are not sounding current, because you definitely do. But I love this song because it's both uplifting and melancholy all at once. And I like the combo, and I feel like that happens a lot. And for me, this passes the vibe check, solo check, vocal check, everything. You know, what you said was true about MF Robots too. Just because it does harken back and display uh, a reverence for and an influence by other groups of the past does not make them unoriginal in any way. I love them and their whole soul thing. And this band is doing the same thing, only with uh, a slightly later era, and doing it just as well and making their own kind of sound and uh, impressing the hell out of us, i got to say. Yeah, I always get worried when we say, oh, you know, we hear influences. But that's the thing is it doesn't matter what music it is we're always going to hear the influences of great artists that came before us that doesn't mean though that you don't have your own sound so i just want to make sure to be clear on that that's not what we're saying but you have some of the the parts in your music and some of the i guess some of the the fabric and the structure in your music that makes us feel warm and fuzzy because it reminds us of some other things but then also is uniquely yours so and and you're playing a a vital role in the development of mankind absolutely (laughs) so where can we find them oh i'm glad you asked because it never would have occurred to me to say so the uh uh, interestingly enough this uh, shoegaze rock band that we love so much uh their social media is on facebook at smelly bdrmm Yes. L-E-B-D-R-M-M. And they're also from the UK, the second of three bands that happen to be from the UK and have very happy songs. We like the UK. I knew that was coming. We think the UK is nice. I knew that was coming. Very nice. (laughs) So anyway, moving on to Hummingbirds, and this is the feature where we hum songs and try to 
get the other person to guess it or to horribly fail in a head-to-head battle. And it's typically me. But uh, this time, you actually start off the show, and hopefully I don't just go up in flames like I typically do. Except for that recent blowout where you got every single one of them, and I completely burned, crashed, and burned. Yeah. Except for that. That one time. All right. Well, we'll see what happens this time with these uh, cotton balls. And that's right. We're humming this time. Yes. So... La 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 She's there Don't feel bad. I know it. Yeah. I just can't come up with it. That's a great one. All right. Oh, here's a la 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 It's like right there, but it won't come. La 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 Fuck. Okay, I give up. No time left for you. Guess who? No time. Oh, I thought you had that. I was right. I know the song. Yeah. But I just couldn't. It was like I couldn't get there. There have been a lot of ones like that. Damn. I expect this next uh, song that you pitched to be one. Yeah, no, it won't. Okay. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, la, la. La 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 Uh oh uh oh uh oh hold on Da 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 Oh no 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 La 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 No Um Uh let's see I thought for sure that would be it um um, la 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 no see that doesn't work the verse doesn't work that way um, um, la 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 uh oh uh oh wow it's getting worse <laughs> sounds like a show tune or something la no <laughs> nothing from the Oliver soundtrack here okay no. okay it's good la 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 Okay, you got like five more seconds. I'm done. All of my love, Led Zeppelin. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) The the sense of defeat you get when you miss a Led Zeppelin song. I mean, you know that song. I know you know that song, so that sucks. I'm so sorry. I thought that was a gimme. Uh, it should have been an absolute gimme. I mean, that. Oh I blame God. myself for the the interpretation. No, no, that's how it goes. All of my love. Yeah. You. To you, child. There's that use of child. He doesn't say child he there, does, does he? He says oh, child. Oh, yeah. no way. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but. No, it doesn't. And uh, since I've been loving you, he says, little girl, little girl. Yeah, of that's, course, that's different. Yeah. All right, well. Okay. Wow, that was 
devastating. That was the that's wor- a, that's that was worse one. than Blondie. A hundred times one. over. That's yeah. a bad one. <laughs> All right, let's see if I don't butcher this one too much. Paparazzi. It's Lady Gaga. Wow, very good. I it sounded like such a Berlin style melody. I was thinking, wow. No, she's, you did she's really think it's that was older. very good. No, I could tell. And since we're always trying to uh, educate and enlighten you here, uh, you should know that paparazzi is actually a plural form of the word paparazzo, which is singular, which means you only have to spit once. I fucking detest these people. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, Lady Gaga paparazzi. I knew you were going to nail that. A uh, little bit surprised on the guess who, but again, it's old though. I mean, this is paparazzi is one you're still going to hear today, so uh, very appropriate. And uh, I'm ready for my next crushing defeat. Okay. Um, la 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 la. Um. Mm. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I was going to say that's it, but that ought to be ri- that ought to be enough. If you're talking about Purple Rain I by am. Prince, so whew. That's <laughs> now right. that would have been pretty. Not as nothing will ever beat Led Zeppelin. That would be no, my greatest was, defeat in that life. Was brutal. You know, I'm one of those people who does not dismiss "In Through the Outdoor" as an album, and uh, I should have known that one, and I'll never live that down. Okay, all right. Well, you're on a spree. Well, actually, you're on I'm a not. bigger spree than I am, but <laughs> you got one anyway. And here's your next one. La, 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 Or something. That's the first line, yeah. La, 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 Is it Maria by Blondie? Oh wait. La 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 la. La la. Oh, hang on. Oh. Na, 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 na. Hang, on, I know this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will grant you it is Blondie. Shit. La 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 I know this song so well. Why can't I remember the... I can't remember the name of it. Oh, you're going to scream. I know. Dreaming. Ah, it's like like they're probably the biggest hit ever. Oh, Clem Burke just fucking killing it on the drums there. I mean, Um, I knew it. I could not remember the title. That happens. Hey, I I blew Maria. at least I got Blondie. Yeah, I blew Maria, you know. Fuck. All right, so lay it on me. La, 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 la. La 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 I'm going to go with Frankie Goes to Hollywood Relax. Yes. Which was actually covered by, wait for it, Blondie. Yeah, they actually covered that. All right. Well, you're doing better than I am. The problem is, just like when I went back to the way back in the day, the 70s, with the Guess Who, I'm going to go back a little bit farther this time, but I hope you get it. All 
La 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 Might be old, but I think everybody knows it. La 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 Oh, oh, the pain. I don't know that. I la 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 Is it not unusual? Yes, it is. By whom? Tom Jones. Tom Jones, that's right. Killing, slaying. To be loved by anyone. There you go. Okay, that was that was going to make me really sad. I love Tom Jones. Oh yeah. Okay. La 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 la. La 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 la. Oh man, this would be a real real blow if I couldn't get "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" by Elton John and Kiki D. Yes. Oh man. Oh man. Talk about cotton fucking balls. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. I mean, pff, the cottoniest one of all Come on. was Zeppelin. Zeppelin, yeah. yeah. That was the cottonesty. You have. I'll uh, wake up in a cold sweat later for that. So is that it? That's it, right? Yeah, we, We've that's exhausted it. all of them. So you, you win. You got three out of four. What? Yep, three out of four. Didn't you get three? You didn't mark them down? I don't remember. I don't think so because I no, didn't, get didn't get Blondie. No, you didn't get Blondie. You didn't get Blondie. I didn't get the, oh. I got the band. So that's what, two and a half? Yeah. Yeah. You got Gaga, Fuck. you got Blondie the band, and you got Tom Jones the whole song because I sang the whole fucking thing. Okay. You know what? But I mean, th- you know that, what? that's allowed in Hummingbirds. I sang All My Love 400 times. Oh, please. You know? Yes, I know. I'm, I was I'm despondent about that. I know. Now. That's brutal, dude. Brutal. I'm so sorry. I thought that was like the most cottony. All right. Well, we are moving on to our next artist, and I'm—I hope I'm getting your name right, Aaron Snop, or I guess it could be Snap, but I think it's Snop. And no, isn't it Snape? I don't know. Could be Snape. Could be anything. Tomato, tomato. Isn't there, no, isn't there a Harry Potter named Snape I, I don't, character? I don't uh, do Harry Potter. I don't Potter. do Harry Potter either. Yeah, but. so I don't know. Anyway, Aaron, we're, we apologize. Let us know. And Erin is from the UK, and her song, I Know It's Weird, passes the vibe check. It's happy, and she is indie pop and pop. So let's take a listen to her, and then we will come back and tell you what we think. For me, oh, 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 where will I go if I'm scared of the way? Why don't you let me see and leave the sunshine be? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Where is everyone going? 
And that was Aaron Snape. I'm going with Snape. Uh, Snap, turns out, Snape. I, it turns out I was guessing that might have been a Harry Potter character. It is Professor Snape, who was played by the great Alan Rickman. Yeah, but she wasn't point. named after that or anything. No, but I'm saying it's a, it's, it's a name. So All I think right. that's, unless she just adopted it because of whatever, because of Harry Potterism. But Aaron Snape, uh, the song Happy. Now, this one was a real surprise. Or uh, Snap. Uh, compared <laughs> to everything. Yeah, or Snap. <laughs> or Snappy. Yes, Snappy, or Snapey. And uh, this one's markedly different from anything we've heard so far tonight, with, starting with actual guitars. I mean, you know, like acoustic guitars and folk instruments, like ukes and mandolins. I don't even know what's in there. But it has this fabulous rustic square dance slash pub kind of feel to it, somewhere in between that kind of vibe. And uh, vocally, it has moments with flashes of sounding like some phase that Joni Mitchell would have gone through, except she ran out of time doing all kinds of other different things. It's great. It starts out really laid back and builds up uh, the vocal. I just love the vocal. I love it. It gets so, so yeah. fast and so impassioned and so it's very dexterous. Yes, I like how it is. It's, it is. She's more Bjorky to me than anything. Yeah, it's just a beautiful rhythm to it. Bjorky sort of quality, and Bjork will do that where she's really syncopated and rhythmic, and she's got a kind of ethereal sound, but it's also edgy. I feel like she's more Bjorky than Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell is just deep. There are just moments where it has like that, because Joni Mitchell occasionally does that jazzy scat vocal thing, which this is beyond that, though. Yeah, of course. And, you know, like I said, it starts out kind of laid back, and it builds up this really radical head of steam. It does. A little bit like uh, Led Zeppelin's Gallows Pole. It just starts, and it's just boom, 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 boom. It builds up until it's rocking your world, and you didn't even see it coming. It's like the frog being boiled or whatever the hell that allegory is. But (laughs) anyway, you know the one. I don't know that one. (laughs) Another one uh, about I don't know. Anyway, but you don't see it coming, but you get caught up in this, you know, really energetic thing. And um, great piece of music. And another thing that's new but timeless too. Something that you know is goes way back, like the other songs, but is also so dragged into the modern day. And so I mean, it, it lives again through uh, great artists like uh, we've seen tonight, including Aaron Snape, assuming that's how it's pronounced, or the other ways that I said. <laughs> Anyway, I love it. It's a it's a little folky, which I really like too. There's a a folky endearing quality about it. I do hear the pubbiness too. I definitely have that down. But I really just love the snaps. I thought the snaps were so cute and I love how loud they were. Like, you know, they're not in the background. They're adding a texture or even like another vo- vocal and I thought that was really amazing. And the syncopation again, I just love it. It's just it was so much fun. It kept things moving. A little freight training, and I dug it. Those harmonies in the back, I I can't. I just I can't handle how amazing those were. Beautiful. They were way way up there. 
kind of angelic, ethereal. Yes, I'm saying it. Just beautiful, stunning. And it was dreamy and delicious. I'm just totally all about this. So where can we find her information? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Instagram mm. at Erin.SNAPE. And Erin is from the UK as well. And she's the third and final artist tonight from the UK. Just it so happens they have amazing artists. So, huh, uh, so. artists from the UK make me happy. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to feel about that. I was going to say, if she's really from the UK, she would have said happy and not happy. I'm not really But in sure. the song, she says happy. Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to feel about that accent. I don't know. I don't do that accent because I'm worried about how bad I sound. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so That's your first mistake. Yeah, well, the fact that I would suck at it. That's, ooh, that's uh, kind of where I'm going for. No, I'm not. So we are going to turn it over to you for your second and final feature. How exciting. You know, there's, there's, a, t- there's a, a limit to this being in the giving vein thing. You understand, right? Hmm. Okay. Well, here's the thing is, just so you know, if they can count, they know you do two every time. So the whole, like, oh, I'm being giving, they know you're going to do two. Just so you know, you've... Oh, so thing. so it's like there's there's no real mystery there. No, there's yeah. none. Mm-mm. It's like it's like Roger Daltrey said at a Who concert. He says, "If you ask me, encores are a load of bullshit." He says, "We know we're coming back. You know we're coming back." And it's like I'm doing two features, so I pretend. Yeah, right? so don't pretend. Yeah, they know. all right. They yeah. know. They're okay. in on it. <laughs> it's not easy to find. Uh, that's that's my contribution. Not easy to f- find features. Most of us do them, but find however, features. We have a huge list. You can't. You don't have to find them. Ones that we haven't done because we do shows like every day. So every fucking uh, <laughs> the feature I have selected because there were none left to choose from. Oh is my god, he <laughs> said me so full of shit. The partridge effect. <gasps> the partridge effect. It's been so long. Has it really? I'm See? so excited. Uh, in, in a life as long as mine, uh, it seemed like it was just the other day. <clears throat> For this feature, we look at family bands: brothers, sisters, dads, moms, etc. And. There, we've had quite a few already because yes. we've been doing the show since like the dawn of time. So, uh, what's on We're for tonight? We're in year four. Four, my goodness. It's worse than I thought. Year four. Dawn of time, year four, not the same. Eh, well, this time we have a story of a couple of Dutch boys. And when I say that, you might think of a certain paint company and the little. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The little toe headed kid with the blue hat. Well,. These Dutch boys weren't blonde and didn't have that amazing haircut, though that would have been hilarious. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they were indeed born in Amsterdam and became residents of an obscure little hamlet called Pasadena. Put on the map when Jan and Dean sang about a certain little old lady terrorizing the town with her reckless driving. <laughs> yes, the so-called terror of Colorado Boulevard turned every square inch of Pasadena blacktop into a potential dead man's curve. <laughs> yeah, My yeah, she's God. like, no, you didn't. You did not. But somehow our boys survived and went on to form a legendary American rock band. One of only five rock bands, it turns out, to have a studio album sell more than 10 million copies in the United States. Mm. So that means them and the Eagles and three others. <laughs> there you go. Very small. <laughs> yeah. We know the Eagles are in there. Yeah. Also tied for the most multi-platinum albums by an American band. Again, the Eagles is the other, I'm guessing. Shit. (laughs) Fucking Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Eagles, right? Leaves you you damn uh, birds of prey. Leave something for somebody else. They're like monopolizing the whole thing. Come on. Carrying, man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, so I better carry on now. Okay. (laughs) Yes, indeed, these wunderkins founded the legendary band that bears their surnames, Van Halen. Alex on drums and award-winning piano prodigy Edward on guitar. 
Although, and I only just found this out, it used to be the other way around. Mm. I didn't know that. Did you? I did, but yeah. I thought it was weird then, and I can't picture it still. Yeah, I mean, you know, Eddie on drums and Alex on guitar. What the hell? Uh, having settled on their main instruments, finally, the brothers banged around with various names and lineup changes until one day they rented a sound system from a local fellow named David Lee Roth, who fronted an area R&B-influenced band. Bassist Michael Anthony came along later after they had changed their name from Mammoth to Van Halen at Roth's urging. From there, they became local sensation in Los Angeles, playing the Sunset Strip at a lot of famous joints like the Whiskey at Go-Go. And then somebody talked Christina's buddy Gene Simmons into checking them out, and they ended up making a lengthy demo with him. You know what? Gene Simmons and I would probably be good friends because we don't fuck around. You know what? There's no bullshit, Gene Simmons. He tells you what he thinks. Well, you you don't think I do the same? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would be like a... I'd be like, I think your music sucks. He's like, I think you suck. I'm like, cool. Want to be friends? Yeah. yeah. He probably would really <laughs> respect that, too. Yeah, he probably would. Now, however, he might lose a little bit a little bit of cred for this. Simmons suggested they change their name to Daddy Longlegs. Oh, but, uh, I mean, I can see out of the blue maybe, but not when Van Halen is on the table. You know, Daddy Longlegs? Daddy Longlegs. Why would that be a, I a don't hot know. name? I don't yeah, know. I mean, no. it's... Fred Astaire movie. It's uh, yeah, no. it's an insect. Uh, yeah, no. I'm gonna have nightmares just thinking about. It. No. Thank you. Uh, but could do. No- <laughs> she's doing a, a hand across the table, and is that like, come on, move it along, no, speed I'm this do- feature I'm up? D- she's doing, doing a daddy long legs. The daddy long legs. Oh at you. man. <laughs> and I think I think people like to say it's not a spider. Well, who gives a fuck what it is? You <laughs> it's know? a spider. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. a spider. It's, it's got cool. big old long fucking legs, and it moves. But uh, after suggesting this name change, Simmons could do no more to help the band, but once Kiss's management opined that Van Halen had, quote, no chance of making it. <laughs> Although Kiss did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, Kiss was discovering a lot of bands, Rush and Angel and, and uh, Van Halen, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, if they made it, I think Van Halen could make it, too. <laughs> you think? <laughs> but make it, they certainly did, and in fact... This was no uphill slog and delayed gratification. Once that first record landed, they were a smash. I was in high school in 1978 when it came out, and I'll tell you, we all lost our shit at that time. Ultimately, the debut album would go on to be one of those diamond-certified 10 million-selling records we spoke of. The records kept coming and the hits kept coming, uh, even radio airplay, which some successful bands never had much of. But, as is too often the case, there were differences. Differences ranging from the direction of the band's music sort to the I just don't fucking like you sort. Fighting and rehabs and this and that took their toll, and ultimately Roth left to pursue a solo career. Mm. Some of the proposed replacements included Patty Smythe of Scandal. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't, right? I can't really hear that. No, and Yacht Rock King Daryl Hall. No, no. You know, but he said, I can't go for that. No, no can, can do. do. No can do, yeah. <laughs> Then a shared auto. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing?" I joined in. That's so fucking wrong. <laughs> you, were, you were such a foil. You're such an easy foil for that. You know, I oh, made you say it. You, know. you did. Uh, you then, set my ass up. <laughs> you didn't even see it coming, man. I didn't. Then a shared auto mechanic brought Eddie Van Halen into contact with the Red Rocker Sammy Hagar. Hagar might have seemed an unlikely choice, despite his rock star pedigree and the extent of the differences of his style from Roth. But Eddie had backed the right horse because all four Van Hagar albums went platinum. Because fucking Sammy Hagar's amazing. Uh, I guess there's that, too. What? No, no, I'm not, not saying he's not. No, I will say, David Lee Roth, sexy, hot-ass motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> nice hair. He's got great 
hair back in the day, really good hair. It's always in the gutter with you, isn't it? <laughs> no, but I'm saying it became it's it's an entirely different but vocal style. But some of the some of the music was changed, and some of it was really Davy. There you know? is n- no, there is no vocalist like Sammy Hagar. I mean, his vocals to me completely destroy David Lee Roth, who can sing. So it's like it's like um, Sammy Hagar sings it like a twelve. David Lee Roth sings it like a four. <laughs> so it's not like he can't sing, but he's not a 12. Uh, yeah, but it's a different kind of... Right, uh, it's it's singing versus not really, really singing. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, sometimes not really singing is okay. But. No. All uh, right, and uh, so, no. but nobody seems to be able to get along with the Van Halens for long, and Hagar also hit the road eventually. And after recording only three tracks for the next album, which is the only one to feature Extreme's Gary Cherone, and the only Van Halen album not to go platinum, bassist Michael Anthony followed Hagar and has pretty much been wherever he's gone since. Uh, after years of flip-flop reunion talk with both Roth and Hagar and new tracks for best-of albums and whatnot, the Wheel of Fortune finally landed on Roth, who rejoined the band for their first full studio album of any sort in 14 years and the first with Roth in 28 years and a highly successful tour and live album, which... Most of the bad things you've heard about it are true, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but by this time, Michael Anthony had been replaced on bass by Wolfgang Van Halen, Eddie's son who wasn't even born when the band hit the scene. That- yeah, I'll never really understand why that <laughs> happened. <laughs> why, why Wolfie got in the, was in the band? Uh, that was 2012, 11 years after Eddie had been diagnosed with cancer. But he and Alex kept on keeping on, and uh, though bandmates came and went... The two bros stuck together through thick and thin, and I think they got along the whole while, unlike those Oasis douchebags. I don't know. Van Halen has charted 13 number one hits on Billboard's mainstream rock chart. VH1 uh, ranked the band seventh on a list of the top 100 hard rock artists of all time. Alex and Eddie Van Halen founded one of the most successful sibling acts of all time, the only constant members, and by incorporating son and nephew Wolfgang into the act, they kicked the Partridge effect up to the next level. And uh, I got to say, I was uh, how surprised I was when I found out that you actually liked Van Halen. I thought you, I thought for sure you were way too much of a snob, but um, they, they, they. I also like Motley Crue. Oh yeah, yeah. How much of a snob can you I be mean, in like Motley Crue? I love White Snake. There I love you go. Lots. So. All right. Well. Yeah, I'm not bridging, a snob. Bridging the gap between me and the music snobs. Yeah. See, I'm not a. I'm not a snob. I just have standards. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Standards that uh, Motley Crue satisfies somehow. Yes. Okay, got it. Yes, but Kiss does not. So yeah, it's 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 very strange. So we have another amazing artist coming up. And are you ready? Are you do you do you purport to be prepared for this? You know, I took a look at the artist's name and I'm I'm kind of uh, swooning so I'm not entirely sure. I'm all right. All right. Take a deep breath because we are going to listen to indie pop alternative dream pop artist Carolyn Loveglow. And not only is her song about being happy, but it's happy happy. So this is going to be really good. And she is actually from Los Angeles. So she's right in our backyard. So here we go. Happy, happy.
Right, and that was Carolyn Love Glow, and I and I I'm assuming that's a made up name. I mean, if Love it, Joy is a real name. Love Glow, she had to put that together, and it's beautiful. Way, I love it. Gorgeous, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. I was, oh, I, I saw the name, I was like, oh wow, right? I mean, I'm inclined to like this already it's because like Paul Love Lovecraft. Glow, yeah. <laughs> I love Glow. That's yeah, a good it's thing. It's a yeah. sweet name for and a song called a, Happy Happy. Yeah, and it's a the way they've described it is indie pop, dream pop, absolutely alternative. Oh. I mean, it's. They've, um, I wouldn't want to put labels on people, but if they adopt that, because that's exactly what it is, is super strong percussion, which I, which I love, but it doesn't drown out the vocals at all. The great, great the female vocals vocal. are, are definitely in the front. Definitely. And I, they should be. And it has this, you know, kind of dream poppy, almost post-punky guitar things going on. It New is, wave, it is it's certain, synth, yes. it's alt, though, it's pop. I think it's a lot of things. And I love the, uh, the vocal is great, but it's, you know, it's obviously... Supposed to be dreamy and subdued, but then there's this fabulous break. She belts it. Yeah, exactly. It breaks loose and soars, and she really oh. belts it out. And it's like, oh, does that take it high, much higher? Wonderful tune from Carolyn Loveglow. What do you think? Absolutely loved it. I mean, I definitely heard a lot of different genres mixed into here, and I thought that was great. The voice is soft and warm, and there's that innocence and that purity in her voice that I, I love. But if you hear the lyrics, you know, it kind of stands in contrast to the lyrics which I also love but it puts me in such a calm joyful place that the whole tone the feel her vocals it feels kind of like a hug to me I don't know why I just feel super warm uh, and I mentioned I love the belting and uh, that voice and nothing else that was beautiful absolutely great this song is happy happy <laughs> it definitely is perfect lives up to its name passes the vibe check for sure I was going to ask the vibe check question just now. Yeah, I think it passes the vibe check. Huge. But it's not happy in the way that a lot of the other songs we've heard tonight are. It's happy in a different way. You know, would this make you happy? That kind of stuff. And I I love it. I think it's just amazing. And I love that she's local, which means we could maybe go see her. Yes. Yeah, first time we've got someone from the, the California area here. That would be amazing. So where can we find this amazing artist? All right, and you want to, and if you're interested and you're in Southern California, you can also find her on uh, Band is in Town and be notified when she does gigs in this area. And you can find her on uh, Instagram at Caroline with an E dot love glow, just like it sounds. Love glow. Amazing. Well, then we are finally at my second and final feature, which I have decided is Sparrow Me. And for this feature, we discuss songs that we wish we had never heard. And I have such a long list. 
but this one is one that pains me. And it is John Mayer's Your Body is a Wonderland. Oh, shit. I, I just, I can't. Do you know this song? No, no, I don't. Okay, excellent. We're going to listen to it, and I'm going to try not to hurl. Do you have any maybe motion sickness bracelets or anything around? Because I'm going to be sick. We could call in one of the uh, the geese or ducks in here, and you could pet them. Okay, I, I definitely you. need an animal support yeah. uh, on this one. All right, so uh, here we go. Uh, bye. Okay, through the magic of radio, we are back, and I have subjected David to a song I hate. So, um, why do I hate this song? Well, first of all, let me give you its statistics. So, um, it has 488 million downloads on Spotify. Number 18 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2002. Now, I will say he was only 21 when he released this absolutely cringeworthy song. Um Here's some of the reasons I hate it. The instrumentation is like boy band tripe. It's the worst. It should have been an acoustic song with a ton of editing, but it ended up being some really stupid song with stupid instrumentation, really uninspired textures. It's overdone in every way from his like, sung in like this whisper and this over enunciation, you know, it, I I can't do it. And then this, it's excessively snappy and stuff like your candy lips and your bubblegum tongue. I just I I can't unless he's like fifteen. I can't. And he was twenty one, and it's just it's so slow and the lyrics are so lame. And I, as much as I hate whistling in songs, I hate the debadep debadep. Debit, just stop the song. You're wasting my time. Just end the song. I don't need to hear the debit up, doubt out. I don't need that. I just, this song, I mean, I remember the first time I heard it, I thought, that is the lamest song. Now, I like sappy songs. This is just too stupid to like, in my opinion. I just can't. And supposedly, he's a brilliant guitarist. That's great, you know, and I'm sure he has a nice voice, maybe now that he's not 21 and trying to sing like i don't know a baby sounds kind of babyish to me but i wish i had never heard this song i am not a john mayer fan maybe i need to go listen to his current stuff but it's just cringeworthy and i just wish i'd never heard it how about you yeah that's one of the words i wrote down uh this is really kind of the the granddaddy of all horrid cringeworthy wretch inducing drivel i loathed it. Yes. First of all, uh, the lyrics, forget about it. I mean, I just can't. absolute vomit, you know. Ugh. But uh, the vocal is horrendous. It is. I, uh, you know, I well, would give him... I can't. I would give him the same advice I gave. I would give Frank Zappa. Don't sing, ever. <laughs> Please, you you yeah. suck at singing. Or at least don't sing like that, because that's affected. He's That's a thing. He's doing yeah, a thing. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what he really sounds like. I mean, like. I could sing like that. One day. Yeah, your bubble gum tongue. It's just gross. It just sounds. Uh, it's like it's the equivalent of vocal fry, but singing. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I mean it is. It's, it's we. It, it it's so insipid. It's so it weak. Is. It just. It seems to suck 
energy and strength out of out of the universe. It's so bad. Yeah, I'm more tired now than I was before we listened to that yeah, song. Yeah, the vibe check is a total fail right total now. Total fail. Vibe and check. And thank man. you for bringing me down like that. So. <laughs> I, wanted to, like I wanted a, to share this moment with like you. That's like... Sobri- instant sobriety. It's right. Not that I'm not sober, but I mean that but that would that would work. Yeah, that would work. And yes, of course, he's known as a guitar hero. Yes, and um, I'm not going to take that from him. I'm sure he's a brilliant guitarist. I'm sure he's but great. I can't. But um, yeah, I that can't. these songs. My goodness, it's like get a singer, get get somebody to write songs. Of course, he's been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure he's matured. Yeah, I'll by now, have to be on that. He's forty something now, you know. But I just since 2002, when this comes on, I hear that. Sa- whoop! I right away, I'm changing the fucking channel. Yeah. Like within one second, it's I can't. I just I hate it. That's the that's the longest I've heard the song. I think since the first time I heard it, unless I was in someone's car and they made me listen to it. I actually think this probably out outguns uh, Wonderwall. You know, I mean, it's right there, <laughs> it's, it's isn't it? It's up there. It? It's in that league. I mean, you know? if they if if they were singing it, if Oasis were singing it, it would be the absolute worst. Uh. But at least they wouldn't be like, you know. So anyway, I hate that song. So this is Sparrow Me. I wish I would have been Sparrowed this song because it's just it's just. And here's the thing that sucks the most: you will be singing this song. Yeah, <laughs> you will be singing it, and it's the worst. That's the thing too. Is it just it's it burrows itself in your head? What I do when when evil songs like that are stuck in my head is I I make up little ditties to you know <laughs> like people coming in and dry, coming into work and everything. I say rude things to them and everything <laughs> that they don't know I'm saying. And uh, this is probably a tune I will be making up yeah. songs about them all weekend. <laughs> exactly. You're so stupid. Go on yeah. ahead. You know, or whatever in the world no it is. No one wants to hear the shit. That's you know. right. <laughs> Deb it up. Deb it up. Deb it up. I can't. I just can't. This song has all the... Th- it, the only thing it's missing is a whistle. If he whistled, I would... I don't know. I might be banging my head against a wall right now. So anyway... I know there's a lot of John Mayer fans out there. I just can't with this song. I can't with this song. I'm not going to dismiss his whole catalog, but I can't with this song. Yeah, I I don't really know anything of his, and this is probably not a good place to start. <laughs> but I mean, it's I, definitely not. I know he can play, and there's yes, even some evidence of that on that song. But um, yeah, this is uh, yeah, it's abysmal. This is one of those things. Well, I'm glad to hear he was young and he probably was a baby. not uh, not terribly wise yet and uh, but it worked i mean you know it's a I big hit say, song he did not want to release this as his first song he oh. did not he oh. did not want he wrote it don't get don't get it twisted but he didn't want this to be that song right but it was the song that introduced him to the world and again lots of people love it i don't understand it i was i was a lot younger than you should think i would get it i just was not i would have bet against the success of that but yeah. uh, but apparently we he wrong. was wrong, and he was wrong in this instance, you know. Absolutely. So, you know, anyway, more power to him. That's fine. But if I never hear that song again, it's going to be too soon. Sorry to have subjected you, but at least we went through it together. We were each other's emotional support. Yeah, I, I, I would have hated to have faced that alone. Yeah. I, prob- I probably would have gone to a dark place. It, yeah, we would have. It would have been hard to get you back. But I could have just dub it at you. Dub it up, dub it up, and you would have come right back. Yeah, yeah. So we have one more artist, but that's not to say that they're any less amazing than the other. This is Spun Sugar, and their song name is Happier, Happy Less, H-A-P-P-Y-L-E-S-S. 
and they are shoegaze, alternative, and post-punk. And they're from Sweden. How exciting. And you thought only one genre of music came out of there. No, that's not true. I'm refraining from cheesy accents and jokes. (laughs) So let's take a listen and hear Happier, Happy Less.
All right, and that was spun sugar, and evidently that's one word. One. One word, spun sugar. First thing that pops to mind is cotton candy. Right. But, I see the know, same thing in my mind's absolutely. eye. Absolutely. Which is because that's what it is. That's know? what it is. But uh, which is not to suggest this is frivolous or fluffy or inconsequential in any way because it isn't. But it can it also isn't. be any shape you want it. It can be, you, you know what I mean? It's. I love that image. That's right. You can make a car out of cotton candy. That's exactly no. right. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Happier, happiness. And evidently that's what they're really saying here. Yes. And it's like, it's cool. I mean, make up a word. It's much more grabby. Like Slayer had an album called... Repentless. It's like, dude, that's not a word. <laughs> not okay, a word. I, I believe. The, I believe what you're looking for is unrepentant. <laughs> <Yes>. But uh, <laughs> you got my attention by calling it repentless. Just like this is uh, happy, happyless, happier, happyless. <laughs> yes. And uh, but this one, uh, well, I was really, I was really digging the uh, the driving synthesizer and yes. beat that was really minimal there for a while. And it, it was. was. A, it was a big sound. But it wasn't played on a huge number of instruments. Apparently, it was right. just kind of. But then the guitars get more prominent, yes. and uh, you hear the new wave in there. The exactly. All rock. The yep. very next words I have written down here is new wave, and it is. It's kind of like a female-fronted Talking Heads almost. I can hear that. You know, and uh, I loved the that outro as you you said. Great fade out. That fade out was and great. And the little eh? discordant touches that yes. they threw in there to make it like, ooh. You know, I know. Not exactly the super happiest, happy. it's more happy less than happier. Right. But uh, very excellent work from uh, Spun Sugar from, uh, from Sweden. Absolutely. What I really like, too, is the guitarist shows such restraint. Because it's hard when you're a guitarist, as I understand it, to show that level of restraint, but there's so much restraint, and he lets it breathe, and he lets the vocal do the thing. But again, it is it is perfect. He meets it where the song needs it. It's perfect. And that chorus swell, I mean, it swells, and it's like, it's, it's almost like chaotic, and um, it's like hazy. Things become a little hazy there, and I thought that's really brilliant because they're talking about happier, happy less, happier, happy less. So it feels like you're kind of supposed to feel chaotic and hazy. Um, and then I, I really, again, I just, it's so propulsive. I loved how propulsive it was, and I love the vocals, of course, as well. So, again, uh, vibe check. I think that passes the vibe check. I know there's a little bit of the happy less thing, but I still think it has an overall happy, poppy feel, and I like that. Um, I know it's post-punk, shoegaze, all that kind of stuff, but I really feel more pop. Yeah, it, it it has a pop effect on doesn't you. Doesn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't leave you feeling, wow, man, I'm bummed out. Dude. Yeah, I don't want to gaze at my shoes for a while. No, it actually, less, yeah, you know? I, no. I feel actually I feel happier good. because, yeah. you know, I was just entertained by a really good song. and um, 100%. It, yeah, so it was not, not a bring down at all. I actually loved it. Uh, great song. Thank you, Sweden. Yep. And uh, where can we find them? You can find them on Facebook at Spun Sugar. It's one thing about having a great, unique name like that. Spun Sugar, one word, exactly how it sounds. Yep, exactly. Uh-oh. It's that time. Hang on. Do you have a tissue or something I could dab my eyes with? Uh, we're, a little, we're a little short here at the moment. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me just use my sleeve then. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. Do what you have to do. All right. Take comfort in the knowledge that the puppy is going to be wrapped up in a neat little blanket. Okay. Coming up, winging it. And what the heck is that? How, did you poss- how could you possibly not know? Anyway, but <laughs> glad you asked. It's a short show about one music-related topic. No tracks, no features. 
just an informal. Uh, I, I, informal. I thought it said informed. I was going to say, well, it definitely isn't Hell that. No. Informal. That's why I chat. emphasize on the informal. <laughs> yeah. Not informed. <laughs> uh, ill-informed informal chat, where opinions and laughter are promised. That's a pretty. That's a pretty safe bet. It is. And we offer up something new every week, and we invite and you. Know you what? what? We're really trying to do the every week. But, I mean, technical uh, difficulties aside, illness aside, major traumatic events aside, we are. Those are the things that are getting in the way. You know, I mean, and digging up reruns is no small task It either. is not. And we only do it when absolutely forced to. That's right. By circumstances beyond our uh, considerable control. That's so, right. Yeah. And we invite you to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, where evidently we get a great deal of our... Uh, our streams. And that's because they're the smartest people in the yep. world. Uh, Spotify, Deezer, and many more. Always click subscribe and enable notifications. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram at both on air. That's B O A F on air. And this is where we advertise our new themes and tell your friends what. The what you're pointing out. I know, yeah. I was ignoring the typo <laughs> that she's laughing about. Damn it. Tell your <laughs> friends. Uh, talking about uh, thinking on my feet here. It's amazing I didn't say it, actually. <laughs> Tell your friends in bands to send in their music. And, you know, we want to grow our flock. Yes. Uh, we need your help in that noble endeavor. Please share us with uh, on your Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc. feeds. And share your boids with the world. And, well, that's all I got. And that probably leaves nothing left but for you to say. Let's get the flock out of here. <laughs> This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.